Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. Good morning. Good morning, Seattle. Welcome to The Way with Jazz and Tay. We're so happy to be here today. Yes, it's another Thursday morning. And I'm really ready for the weekend, you guys. I'm I am honest. too. <laughs> I went into this week just like exhausted. And I feel like it's kind of just carried me on the exhausted kind of plateau. But here we are. For sure. For sure. So, Shantae, how was your week last week? Talk um, to me about it. What'd you do? What was the highlight? Um, I'm not really going to talk about my week. I really... It's weird. Like, I never really... Not that I don't remember the week, but no, that's not the thing that I remember when I come on Thursdays, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, this past weekend, I actually met up with You're my You're a forward mom. thinker. Yeah, like... You don't go backwards. Honestly, I think <laughs> right, what I do is I just, like, think about the weekends. <laughs> like, ah. I'm like, that's that's generally where I get most of my, like, activities in mm-hmm. or, like, when I'm doing the most things. And so... Like, during the week, I might do stuff, but, like, I feel like by the time I get to the weekend and then back to our Thursday, I'm like, what, what did, did I we do Yeah, last what did week? we a even lot. do? Um, I feel that. But, yeah, so on Saturday, I met up with my mom and brother at the Mopop. They have a Minecraft exhibit right now. <gasps> I've been meaning to take my kids to that. They'll love it. I know. Yeah. Was it amazing? It was pretty good, yeah. Um, I still don't really get the whole, the like, Minecraft thing? Yeah, I don't get the <laughs> Minecraft thing. I don't either. They're all into it, too. All their yeah. little buddies at school. Yeah. And, and they're talking. I'm like, yeah, just, it, I gloss over. Yeah, and, but, like, what I thought was really cool is. You okay over there? I just burnt my mouth. I'm oh. so sorry. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> this coffee is hot. Hate to see it. Just like Ooh. the show. Bam. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but, yeah, uh. I thought it was really cool, just the kind of the history of it. And at the end, they have a, a section where you can actually play the game in different mm-hmm. levels. Oh, and they cool. explain different things and capabilities that you can do. And there's like, you know, coding abilities within Minecraft. So like it can teach kids how to code. Oh, look at that. And I'm like. So that's what we're doing at school, too. I have twin boys that are nine. So that's exactly how, like, the education's forming for the youngsters that's in right. the future. So right. It's all about this coding theme. Yeah. It's like we do it all day here long, and it's they're training our kids to yes. do it. And Minecraft is, so is a really good way to do it. Because yeah. it's really blocky. It's like the 8-bit from, like, the right. Nintendo days yeah. from, like, me yeah. growing up. And now you see it in full form where they can just get hands-on. Yeah. You don't need an engineer over and in Japan exactly. to figure out yeah. how to do it. Yeah, and, like, they and, – mm-hmm. and also the building aspect of it. Yeah. Like, some of the stuff that I saw, like, they showed, like, a ship, and it was built all out of the, like, Minecraft, mm-hmm. Minecraft blocks. And I'm like – who, like, I've never understood people who are really good at, like, building things and games. Thinking, I'm like, I don't have that. Thinking those things up, right? At like, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. At all. I'm like, so I'm like, because I, I play Sims, and so, like, oh. I have a few friends who are, like, really good builders, and then they, like, do really great interior design, and I'm like, I just want to do a legacy Sim and see <laughs> if I can make them rich yeah. by the time they die, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, I totally feel that. But, yeah, no, Anthony loved it, and then we also went and checked out, um, there's another exhibit that kind of highlights um, indie video games Okay. as really? well. Yeah, hmm. I forgot what it's called. It's something Revolution or evolution or something like that um but it that was fun too we played this one game where it had it was like kind of like think cat dog but it was two people and then there was four controllers and so you were supposed to work together but you end up kind of working against each other so like one person's one head and then the other person's the other head Hmm. and the point is to keep the ball on your side with your teammate but like if you don't know what you're doing you end up like dragging your friend away, away uh, while they're trying to like get, get to the, the ball. ball. Right. <laughs> yeah, Indie Game Revolution and of course uh, Mopop is celebrating 20 years of anniversary there. So Oh mm-hmm. okay so I I, def- I should definitely go. I have to stop by there for sure. Yeah they've definitely got a lot going on. They've got a tattoo art or body art exhibit right now as well. So there's a few things that you could check Love out. Love it. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah and um I also on Friday worked the um the event that I talked about previously, um, it was called F Gatekeepers. Um, yeah, and worked that. That was a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of new people. I feel like there were some people that we, we've um, 
met previously mm-hmm. at different events, mm-hmm. but there were a few new people as well. Always that was fun to see. Cool. Yeah. That was my weekend week. I love it. You got to have like some family time. Yeah. What about Margarita Day? I didn't do Margarita Day. What? Yeah. You want to know what's crazy? Am I the only one? Well, I was so hyped for it. Well, listen. So here's the thing. It was so funny. Like I ended up actually, my sister was in town randomly last weekend and her and her boyfriend were like having a day in the city, kind of like being like tourists. And I ended up, like, they hit me up to, like, go do brunch or something. So we ended up in doing that. But we ended up at this, like, Asian place. And they don't they didn't have any margaritas there. And throughout the day, I, I hear just. hear a lot of excuses. Right I know. Now. Throughout the <laughs> like, day, I just. Yeah, right? Come on. But I did go to the market. Pike Place Market was beautiful. Still um, veering away from what I wanted. <laughs> ended up getting a really, 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 really cute, like, $10 bouquet. Because um, they always have beautiful they fresh do have flowers. Nice flowers yeah. Down there. yeah, it was, and they were tulips. And anyone who knows me knows that tulips are my favorite flower. So I have some of those in my room right now. It looks really pretty, and they're blooming. Um, but yeah, it was a really good time. I got a like chocolate covered uh, caramel apple. Yeah, and I'm not a big like sweet person, but I always go to Rocky Mountain Chocolate or whatever that's over there on Pike, and I always get a caramel apple, and I get the. Like Rocky Road one, so there's like marshmallows, marshmallows on and top like of that. Nuts and mm. were you jacked afterwards? Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I like, I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> and the, here's the thing: like, I actually should not like this because, like, one, I'm allergic to apples. Like, they, yeah, I definitely am allergic to. apples. <laughs> she does a lot of things that don't make sense. And, <laughs> and, and I I'm also, just gonna swell up like a balloon, but I like it. <laughs> and I'm also not like a it's really. Selfie really big fan of chocolate like I'm not a huge fan of chocolate so the huh. fact that like this is a staple that I get she's yeah. also allergic to cats and has a cat I love my kitty cat <laughs> this is great hi hey Ryan <laughs> thanks for tuning in like you're forcing yourself against the things you body doesn't like she's like I'm gonna you know allergies change every seven years you know so I'm hope yeah and kitty's almost seven so I'm hoping that Your cat's name is kitty <laughs> wow oh yeah by the I'm really deep I'm right really here. creative original I love it yeah so kitty's almost seven so I'm oh, hoping that like great. maybe within the next few months or the next year <laughs> um when I cuddle her it doesn't bother me <laughs> like in a plastic bubble <laughs> so comfortable yeah. But that was good. Like, I had a really right good on. weekend. I got to see my grandparents. They're getting ready to move. Don't laugh. Okay, now people are laughing at me because of my cat's name. <laughs> see, oh, I right. told you. It's not <laughs> just me. Everybody laughs anytime you tell them Kitty. They're like, name. okay, what's her name? I'm like, Kitty. And they're oh. like, no, what's the name? They- yeah, it's it's Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> the Friends episode. Like, Here, Kitty. <laughs> yeah. sw- oh, no, it's the other show. Um, oh, this, the nerd one. Oh, Big Bang. Theory. Yeah, thank you. Where okay, it's like, cool. sweet kitty here, kitty. Like, oh. <laughs> you lost me. Uh, my bad. Um, and then I think the other highlight of my weekend or week was the that Black History Month mixer that we'll probably talk a little bit more about later, but that was definitely like a huge highlight. Definitely. Well, should we get into our game? <laughs> ah, okay. We can get into our game, but I'm kind of nervous. I'm dead. Usually I'm really confident going into these like icebreakers, but... It's because I made it up, you guys. I know. I'm like, so this is an uncontrolled variable, and I'm just, like, nervous. Okay, so we're going to play a new game um, called Who Am I? Um, Who Am I? It's a bit of a guessing game. We're having an existential crisis, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to draw names out of our cup, and um, the person who draws the name has to give details about the person on the paper, and the other person has to guess. Yes. They have 15 seconds to do so. Oh, 15 seconds. Yeah, so it's really on the person that's giving the tidbits as well. Can we do 20? Sure. No. Yeah, can we do 20? I don't know. That's a lie. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Let's not negotiate this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We can do 20. 20 is fine. All right. I'll Ooh. monitor it. I'm going to say, Jasmine, you can go ahead and kick it off. Right? Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. Oops, my bad. Let me move this. Okay, um, famous musician, female. So wait, should we start with oh, the sorry. time reverse? I'm so sorry. Okay, yes. and go. <laughs> uh, famous musician, female. She was beat by her husband. Tina did will keep on turning. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that was easy. Also, I I created. She did. She yeah. did. That was oh. that one. That's the one thing. <laughs> okay. That one was one of hers. <laughs> but when she started, I was like, I don't know who this is. This could be anybody. Who I had to start like I had to get you there. You know. All right. 
Set, go. She is a famous African-American ballet dancer. Misty Copeland. Yes. Hey! Oh. <laughs> okay, first of all, I love okay. this up because these are all the ones that I remember. <laughs> that was, right, that yeah. was one of hers, too. I feel like we need another producer in here to figure this out. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> okay, cheating. Right all right. This is another one. Oh, um, gymnast, really little, super amazing, golds everywhere. Uh, black girl. Douglas. Yes. Oh. How do you keep getting mine? <laughs> I feel like I did you like them. my clue? Right? Yeah. Uh, gymnast, really amazing. Golds <laughs> everywhere. Next, next week when we do a game like this, we're going to have Benny do the uh, the name. It's like my I'm hands like... aren't full enough already. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. All right, go. Oh, jeez. Um, back in... Back I don't even know when this happened. Was it in the 80s? Rodney King. Yeah. You also, <laughs> what? Because she wrote that way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just, there's a lot happening in like 80s okay, so and 90s. So here's my thing. Sorry. But I would have thought that like you would have said like, you know, got beat up by the cops. Like I was trying to give a little bit more backstory than just he got beat up by the cops in True. the 80s. But I feel like we need to have a, a third or fourth party writing <laughs> these things out. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll have okay. Lucia. We'll have our we'll have a we'll have our other roommate. We'll I think I think I'm done on these, but no, let's go with her. <laughs> like I'm just kind of like Um that's you. Okay. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh my god, we both did this one. Um he's from Seattle musician Rashida Rashida's Qu- Quincy Jones. <laughs> we both I wrote down Quincy too. This is the one that I said uh I only know like one thing. No, I love that. And you were like, Well, why would you put it? And I was like, just cause I only know one thing. So it's mean. it's funny because like I honestly I had a feeling that doing this, we were definitely gonna come up with a few in common. And we were trying to specifically avoid like the obvious go-tos, like Beyonce and you know, Ob- Obama and stuff. Obama. Of course. You know? Always Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, and so I just think it's funny that even us trying to think outside of like our usual box we still ended up like aligning yeah so that was pretty fun yay do you want to no nah <laughs> we're all done with that one it's <laughs> dead <laughs> it didn't go as planned, as planned? All right. at all we got it but that was still like it, it was, was fun we tried something new you guys we can this is something that we can add to our wonderful icebreaker repertoire yeah and definitely i can definitely see it being a lot of fun we just definitely have to get somebody else to yeah. come up with the names for us <laughs> All right, before we get into our review of the week, let's jump into a quick break. All righty, guys, stay tuned. We'll be back. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at autismspeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before our break, we played a new icebreaker called Who Am I? And, you know, uh, the jury, (laughs) the verdict, we don't know what the jury... The jury's still out. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The jury's still out on that one. Definitely. (laughs) But... We'll come back, and it's going to be better than ever. We just do, do it as a simple, like, 50-50. It was a draw. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, we just wanted to test that out. We might try that again and see if we can do it better next time. 
Um, but now we're going to get into our review of the week. And um, we're going to do a combined one again. Yeah. Um, Jasmine, why don't you go ahead and kick it off since I chose the Yeah, review. no problem. So um, when the so Kobe Bryant, uh, his memorial happened on Monday, and that's going to be what our review is about. And when he, when him and Gigi and that crash uh, where we lost seven others originally occurred, we didn't really get to like talk about it. Um, it was a weird one for us. So we kind of wanted to come full circle with it. I was able to watch it um, live as it happened. And um, it was honestly a very beautiful way to honor the both of them. It was a very, very beautiful service and ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, Beyonce was there. Um, she, <laughs> everybody was there. <laughs> everybody was there. But like, I didn't. And like, you know, when things like this happen, you kind of learn and see who's celebrity relationships and like who knows who and like how close and those others are. You know, because we don't know these people, we don't know their lives. But right. I had no idea that um, Beyonce and Jay Z were close to them like that. I had no idea that Kobe had a love for Beyonce the way that he did. So I thought it was very beautiful that Vanessa chose to have her open the ceremony with um, EXO and with Halo and she did an amazing job um, so definitely a beautiful way to jumpstart it all but what did you um, do we ever expect anything less from the queen I know and like it was crazy because she was very you could tell she was emotional but she did not falter not once that woman is so professional and can hold her composure I don't know how she does it yeah um so I watched it a day late um because you know work yeah was happening <laughs> <laughs> and um I don't know um I I one I will say I appreciate it being able to watch it and stream it after yeah. the fact yeah. and there not being any commercials because uh, I, I don't know like <laughs> I just felt like I was really able to take it all in, like from person to person. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it was weird for me. I definitely thought that I was gonna be crying almost instantaneously, and yeah. I I was pretty okay. Like um, I only got teary eyed. I I meant to look up the coach's name, but uh, the UConn girls basketball coach that spoke. Mm. Um, I don't know why, but he kind of made my eye like tear up a little bit. And I was like, oh, here the here the waterworks come. Um, yeah, but Gino, Gino Ariema. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he spoke and he kind of just spoke about how, you know, he didn't want to come into it talking about basketball, but talking about it as like a father, you know, a father yeah. and a dad. Uh, sorry, that's literally the same thing. <laughs> father and grandfather. And just like a friend. Yeah. And I thought that that was really impactful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, another one that really stood out to me was um, Rob Palenka when he, when he was speaking about him. You know, he was actually messaging Kobe from the helicopter. Yeah. Moments before it happened. And he made a point of, of noting that the last, Kobe's last human act was that of, um, what was, sorry. An act of kindness. Thank you, an act of kindness. Because he was trying to help one of the Alcibeles, one of the other Alcibeles girls with, like, what was it, baseball or something mm -hmm. like that? Yeah. Getting her an internship. Yeah, and just doing some reach out and help, and help. Like, that was, that was the only thing that was, like, on his mind. He was on his way to go and help coach other groups of amazing young women all while still trying to help in other ways. Baseball wasn't even his niche, you know, but he was still trying to make that happen. And so that is just, I just, it's crazy the the memories that people shared with him, how um, a romantic person that he was and what such kind of like loving person that he was. I didn't know that about him, you know? Mm -hmm. I definitely know, knew growing up that he was perceived as cocky and, and you, you know, and, that was kind of like just, I didn't really know basketball like that, you know, but that's just kind of a perception that I had in the last few years and even just throughout all of this happening, learning so much more about the kind of man that he was, what he was into, what he was about. It's just, it was touching and it was, it came, it kind of came full circle. Like, wow, you know, like, yes, he was cocky because he could be. He was an amazing. I mean, he was. <laughs> 
you know. He did his things on the court because of his the sport in itself. Yeah, right. And, yeah. But he left the personal side for himself right. and for everyone else and to like, hey, that's, exactly. that's my yeah. business. Like, well, yeah, he was that's classy. how it should be. Exactly. And that's the thing, too, is people yeah. were saying that, you know, he was also very humble at the same time, you know, like, or he would downplay some at, in times a lot of his accomplishments mm-hmm. because, hey, that's not what he was about maybe in that moment. You know, yeah. he's there for something else. I definitely think that, like, you know, the cockiness leaning towards, you know, his athleticism in basketball. Like, if you work as hard as he was working right. and, like, leaving right. it all out there, if you know every time that you put everything out there, you have every right to be cocky because you know that you're working probably 10 times harder to hone your skills, like, 10 times harder than your opponent is. Exactly. And everybody knows that. And he'd been doing that since he was 18. Right. So, um, but yeah, like, that's like a switch, right? Like he was mm-hmm. like that on the court because he knew it. And he also worked hard to be that good. Yeah. yeah. We had to work a lot harder than most because he came into the league and it was a first for such a young talent yeah. to come right. in the NBA and just forego the whole college scene, which right. a lot of players get really huge at that point. Right. You know, uh, the momentum going into the NBA, which he never did. He went straight into from it. high yeah. school into the NBA and the pros. So it's a whole different world out there. Yeah, man. Um, Another. Found, oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry. I found it really interesting slash intriguing that uh, he kind of self-taught himself a lot of things. Mm. Like there were things that he was like, I want to learn how to do that. And then he would literally go and take every step in action to perfect it and be like the best at it. Right. Um. So there was a story told about how he learned how to play. Was it? Moonlight Sonata. By Beethoven. Thank you, because I was going to say Bach, and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> um, so he taught himself by ear how to play that. Um, which one, like, did he play piano at all? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> which it seemed like he didn't play piano at all, but maybe he did if he was able to teach himself by ear. Right. Um, but that, to me, was so just like, what? Well, and in, like, a week span. And he did that for Vanessa. Yeah. Like, that also speaks to that. Um, and then he also, you know, start, he took up tennis with his, um, with Rob Palinka. And Rob was saying that he was automatically better than Kobe. And then, like, he, would, he was starting to come in, you know, after kind of Kobe had realized, like, oh, Rob's kind of better than I need to step it up, me. yeah. And he <laughs> said he would come in to, the, you know, play tennis with him, and Kobe looked like he had already been there for, like, two hours. Yeah. Sweating, dripping with sweat, and he found out that Kobe was taking private lessons so that he could get better at his game. <laughs> and I just thought, like, that to me is, I, I'm always inspired by somebody who sees what they want yeah, and or what they want to do, and they work hard to get it and they master it and like or like I'm not going to accept anything less than yeah you know amazingness for myself right no absolutely I agree with that um Alicia Keys herself actually played Moonlight Sonata um they had Christina Aguilera sing Ave Maria mm-hmm. which I finally did my research on and like this like last night I was like why do they sing these at funerals or in sad times and what does it mean and it's a prayer and it's kind of like a final, you know, a final prayer, you know, sending, you know, wishing them nothing but the best in the last place that they're going to be. And um, she she sang it very beautifully. I mean, as Christina Aguilera would, <laughs> you know, didn't expect anything less. But um, all in all, it was, it was very beautiful. You know, Vanessa, she had her time up there speaking. And that was for, that was for me, um, I think, the hardest because. She started off talking about Gigi and anybody that went up there and started talking about Gigi ha- couldn't couldn't get through it without breaking. And that was that was probably one of the like, of course, you know, when children are involved, it's one of the hardest things. Mm-hmm. But um, every time um, but she did, she did. She spoke so beautifully about them both. And I love the way that she decided to honor them and the way that she finished it was saying that, you know, God knew that they couldn't be without each other, so they had to he had to bring them home together, and that was just so well said and beautifully put. And yeah, Kobe dying and Gianna um, passing the way that they did, along with those seven others, is not the way, but the service and the memorial 
the celebration of their life. Yeah, I think some honorable mentions way. for just uh, Jimmy Kimmel for hosting. Oh, yeah. yeah, did amazing. I know. Uh, from, it was hard for him too. Well, even when it first happened, the news it was the night after the or during the Grammys, yeah. right? And so they did a you know a cutaway from him for that show, and it was it, Kobe had been on that show what a, ten times maybe. Yeah, they were like they were, <laughs> they were buds. Yeah, they were I mean, friends. they were homies. Yeah. They, they, so it was. I'm absolutely 100. percent I'm sure it was hard for well, him. And Vanessa, I believe, like <clears throat> learning too. If she she asked everybody who spoke, she specifically asked them to speak. Sure. Too. So it right. was like you know definitely kind of hand hand picked. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That There's kind a lot of, of people. Yeah, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, totally. Michael Jordan, of course, did a great job. I thought. Yeah. yeah. So that, that that one was real sad. That was yeah. tough for me because you know. Kobe's the new Michael, Michael Jordan. MJ, of like right, the, right, like the new right. era. And he knew it too. Yeah. And that's why Kobe was so passionate on playing ball as hard and as well as he did yeah. to overtake the great one of right, his time. Right. There's previous greats and now there's you yeah. know other greats after on the other side with LeBron and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but of course. That's why there was that big connection too, along with Shaq, great teammate. I mean, of course. Yeah. 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 It's unreal. Yeah. Unreal. But they did a great job. Great job. I don't, yeah, it was. A light, Shantae, tell me, say, say what you said about the uh, light, or the pillars. It, <laughs> it was beautiful. Come on. It was so beautiful. Um, I basically said that Kobe was one of our lights in our world. And so, like, now everybody kind of feels like an energy shift. And it's yeah. because one of our lights uh, is gone. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. Wow. I don't know how to explain it. Other but than that's, that, no, but, that was, yeah. like, like I said, you said it very well. For those who know, no. <laughs> um, and if you don't, you should know. <laughs> moving, moving on. Moving um, right along to our hot topic. Yeah, we're going to bring them. We're going to shift the mood. Um, but before we jump into our hot topic, let's cut away for a quick break. You are like listening the that. to the Way with Jazz and Tay. I'm Dr. Anthony Lazarus, and this is Climate Connections. More and more people are buying electric vehicles, but some still hesitate because they worry the car will run out of power in the middle of a drive. Sam Jaffe is with Cairn Era, a research firm that specializes in energy storage. He says EV batteries are improving every year. When the Nissan Leaf first came out, it was 100 miles range. The new S-Plus model can go roughly twice as far, and higher-end cars can travel even farther. The recent Tesla Model 3 is over 300 miles range. Buddy says fully reducing people's range anxiety may require a new type of battery technology. I think the leapfrog technology is solid-state batteries, a battery with no liquid material inside, so everything is a solid material, which means that it's safer, but also it can be more energy-dense. So an EV battery could store more electricity and travel more miles on a single charge. Several companies are developing solid-state batteries, but Jaffe says it will be years before solid-state batteries are affordable and durable enough to be widely used. It's going to take another 10 years, but they are definitely coming. And when they do, he says, range anxiety could become a worry of the past. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. Do you make a positive difference in the world? Do you have a talent, philosophy, base of knowledge, product or service that you know could help a lot of people if only you could reach them? Join Alternative Talk 1150's family of broadcasters and start walking down a fruitful path. As host of your very own program, dial 425-653-1150 and find out just how affordable it can be to have a show on 1150 AM. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Hey guys, welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before the break, we did a review of the Kobe Bryant and Gigi (coughs) uh, memorial that aired on the 24th or Monday. Um, Now we're going to kind of switch gears and 
hopefully turn up the energy level. Yeah. Uh, and do a recap of our Black History Month. So kind of uh, excited because I think we definitely made a bigger effort to kind of like celebrate or honor Black History Month than we'd have like in previous years. So big ups to us. Yeah. Um, and we tried to do different different things too rather than just like, you know, oh, I'm going to shop at a black business or, you know, oh, I'm going to like eat some like soul food. Like, no, we went and did um, events that were coordinated and orchestrated by black people. You know, right. you saw you got to see that really cool Northwest Tap Connections. And that's a whole African-American based like uh, tap group. Like, that's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. just outside of the box. So how did we start? How did we start off the month? What did we do at the beginning? What was going on? <laughs> I started it off with uh, watching Black Panther, like, oh my <laughs> two gosh, days in. That's right. Yeah. I actually watched Black Panther and then watched The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Like, back to back? Yeah, in the same night. <laughs> Interesting way to follow the two up. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if you can compete with that. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, so I, yeah, I kicked it off with Black Panther and... I feel like I watched something else after that, and I can't remember. I'd have to go back to my watch list. But pretty much after that, I was like, hey, I think I'm going to try and watch uh, more black shows and black films and all of that during this month. So I actually, um, on Hulu, they have uh, like a genre or a... What is it? That you can search by, and it's called Black Stories. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at one point it was also Black Creators. Creators, that's what I remember seeing. And um, under that section or under that genre there's just all black television. So I actually would watch, like, if it was an, uh, a TV show, I'd watch one episode from, like, each show. Because so, it's hard. You can't just, like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this show, and then the month will be over. Right. And that's the only show that you've watched. So, like, there were a few that I literally, like, probably started it, and, and like, probably after the first commercial break was, like, I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> um, the haves and the haves not the have nots by Tyler Perry. Yeah, I was. Is that like, like a drama, like a soap opera? It's like a soap opera, like Young and the Restless. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, it started off with, you know, what looked like a, a, an older man meeting up with a prostitute on his oh, birthday, and I was fun, like, fun, and fun, I'm already fun. done. <laughs> Did you just say fun, 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 fun? Yeah. <laughs> Because, hey, you know, if that's sure. not right, right, if that's not what it's about. It's my birthday. Like, <laughs> it was like a really crazy, like, intro, and the acting on the very first episode was not that great. So mm. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 there's other shows I could be watching. So I think I then, like, switched it back to Living Single. Yeah, and we've been kind of, like, switching back and forth watching that one. We like we like that one a lot. It kind of, like, it uh, resonates with us. Yes. And we have a few, like a few of the characters we can be like, oh, that's definitely me. Or like, yeah. we know friends in our life or in our circle who are like, oh, you're definitely, she's definitely that character. Yes. So Living Single was a fun one. I started watching the game, which like, yes, I had only like, I had seen the game here and there. So I had never watched it like through and through. And um, the game is good, but corny. It's, it's, um, <laughs> If you guys don't know what the game is, we're not talking about an athletic game or the rapper the game. We're talking about the TV show that was <laughs> made popular on BET uh, that features Tia Mari. And uh, basically, it's all about football players yeah. and their girlfriends and our wives' live situation. And yeah. It's a sitcom. It's really good. Um, but yeah, we started rewatching that. And it was just funny because I've seen it, the whole thing, pretty much. And she's sitting here watching it, and I'm like, just wait. I know, because... It gets more stupid. Because I'm already, yeah, I'm already <laughs> watching it, and I'm frustrated, and I'm irritated, and I'm like, this is I'm just like, stupid. If you're if you're irritated now, this is just the beginning. <laughs> it only gets worse. <laughs> but keep watching, please. But yeah, there's... Oh, f- I started watching Four Colored Girls. Oh. And because I was trying to honor Black History Month, Four Colored Girls seemed like a great way to jump into it and boy was I in for a surprise um (laughs) there's a lot going on in it I don't want to give anything away but um it's definitely something that you have to be in a mindset to watch you have to you can't you know just put it on in the background it's something that you need to pay attention to Mm -hmm. um but that was another is that a Tyler Perry one it is so actually for color girls is like a uh 
it was like a not a screenplay, but uh, a book full of like dialogues by different women, oh. and they were different colors, um, and their situations were different. So oh. actually, it's funny. So back in high school, I tried out for drama, the drama club, and I did a dialogue from for for colored girls. Uh, from oh, the cool. Book. Yeah, I don't remember which girl I did, <laughs> but <laughs> I remember that because when the movie came out, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go see this now. Yeah. But the movie is so hard to watch. Yeah, it's um, very, um, it's, it's, it's rated R, you know, so it's it's explicit. Uh, from every aspect. Every A girl's... choreo poem? Is that what it was originally done as? What, what I'm is... looking it up online. It's like a dramatic expression of combined poetry, dance, music, and song. Yeah. Originally yeah. from the 70, 1975. I didn't even know that was, I was a term. Say, either. I didn't know. Wow. I had no okay. idea. So I learned something new. My oh. mom just had the book. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, this is what I'm going to do for my dialogue, Mom. Yeah. I never Choreo poem. That's One choreo. word. With an L? Uh, no. C-H-O-R-E-O poem. Choreo, it's like choreographed. Like chorea- yeah, so it's got a it. combined. I can see understand. that. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, actually, yes. We we saw something. We went to a show and they did something like Very that. Similar. Actually, yes. Um, it was that event that we went to with Cat, one of those Ryman poetry things. Oh, yeah. And somebody was doing like spoken word, but she had movement mm-hmm. that went with everything that she was saying. And the, there was somebody on stage with her that was doing something every time she spoke. Yep. And, and you know, now that I think about it in that sense, uh, I would say that the performance I saw by Nor- uh, Northwest Tap Connections at work is a choreo poem because oh, she yeah. did spoken word and there was also music, but they were tap dancing to the story that she was telling. That is definitely one, a choreo poem. That's definitely a choreo poem. Yeah. Look at us coming full circle, you guys. Yeah. And we're educating. It's a learning, it's a learning Right, episode. and we're educating ourselves like live on. This is what Black History Month is and all this about. And this is our mission right here. Literally, yes. It's happening Educate live. and be educated. <laughs> um, but yeah, so For Color Girls is a really good uh, movie. We should finish it. Yes, I definitely, yeah. We have to get into the um, right, yeah. Get, get some wine and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty big names in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Janet, Janet Jackson's Jackson. in it. Michael Ely is in it. Tandy Newton. Um, the girl that plays Nina Rose, is that her name? Oh, I don't know that. She's the voice of Princess and the Frog. Mm. I might be saying Terry that. Washington. Mm. Is it? Macy oh. Gray. Felicia Rashad. Oh, yeah. my God. Whoopi Macy Goldberg? Gray. I yeah. forgot about that whole scene. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's some big names. Yeah, that Never movie. Forget. Yeah, watch it. Um, but other <laughs> other good black shows, Blackish. That one's m- more new. Star, um, Empire, of course. Jesse Smollett Gate. <laughs> um, Go back to the podcast for that. Right, one. right, right. <laughs> um, and everybody hates Chris. Key and Peele, good ones. Bernie Mac, you know, all of these. And R.I.P. to Bernie Mac, you know. Yeah. So. Um, so you guys should check out that Hulu genre. Yeah. Uh, there are a few more days in Black History Month, yeah. but why not continue it? You know. Hopefully they they don't. I mean, they'll probably take. Hopefully they don't take the genre away. Right I would <laughs> love to just be able to easily search for them. Exactly, but. I agree. <laughs> um, other ways that we celebrate it, um, I like to eat. Yes. So of course I uh, went to. We went to Catfish Corner, one day. And uh, that's located in Skyway. And that place, I'm telling you, I've never been disappointed. They give you, like, the, the catfish itself, they give you really great tartar with it. But the catfish itself is seasoned so well, you don't you don't necessarily need it. You don't really need anything. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe if you like hot sauce, throw some red hot on there. Always. Always. But you, it's so good. Yeah. And it's always hot. They never give you your food cold. Ugh. Um, and... And then I also went to Fats Chicken and Waffles actually hey, hey. this past weekend, and I had catfish again. So recurring theme. Um, I had catfish mac and collard greens, and uh, Fats Chicken and Waffles. Honestly, I'm same as she said with catfish. I am never yeah. disappointed when I go there. Um, the food is always hot and fresh, and I just like honestly, I wish I could eat there once a week. But I know it's <laughs> probably not the best for my, like, for me. Yeah, you know, you never know. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, like, shouts out to Fats um, and shouts out to Catfish Corner. Uh, Fats is in the Central District. Yeah. Um, is it East Cherry? I wish it. Evoke at East Cherry, I think. Oh, where it is? 
Oh, yeah, where uh, Fats is at. I'll look. It's on the corner. It's like 20- I think it's MLK and Cherry. Something like that. It's in the hood. Something <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> we also went to a, a black queer femme um, event. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's on MLK and East Cherry. And East hey, Cherry. look at you, girl. What's you know. good? You know I'm you're from local. Seattle now. Just go <laughs> with the cut. You know, you're str- you. I didn't see I born and raised here and I don't even know these things. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's by that one building that's got the weird like L shape on it. Yeah, that's where you turn right. And it's there on your left. But there's a different <laughs> way of remembering things, right? Yeah. You're going to go through geographic right. stuff and then there's streets. Right. <laughs> Three stop signs down the road. You're going to take a right. There's going to be a burnt down building. Hit that left. <laughs> If you see if you see the mangy dog, you've gone too far. Turn around. Or, okay. he'll, or he'll lead you right to right. it. <laughs> um, we did. We went to sorry. As I as we digress. Um, we went to a queer black femme um, art show and that was awesome. There was beautiful, like first of all, beautiful people mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. All shapes, sizes, colors. I loved it. It was so cool. The music was great. Um, Jess Moni performed. She gave a live performance. That was awesome. They had gumbo. Oh. They had gumbo. They made gumbo. Yeah. And they had options. If you were vegetarian, they had vegetarian gumbo. They also had regular old chicken gumbo, okay? Yeah. And it was so good. They had alcohol. You could have bubbly. You could have cocktails. They were doing tattoos. Awesome. Probably one of the coolest Black History Month or related black events I've been to. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we do that was really cool? Um, so this past week oh, uh, yes. on Mardi Gras on the 25th or Tuesday, we also went to a Black History Month mixer at Remitly, which is on 3rd Ave in downtown. And um, it was an event for, you know, women of color who work in corporate America. And it was a panel discussion just about navigating corporate America as a woman of color. And it was actually really, really like I I had no expectations going into it. um, But I think that I definitely felt more inspired after the fact, like more inspired than I expected to be Um, just sitting there and listening to these women who have you know, these awesome careers and her doing great things in the community and, you know, seeing myself essentially and yeah. being like, you know, that could also be me. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's why representation in Matters. general is important because, you know, we saw uh, there was an attorney there for King County and or, we, no, she was a prosecutor. Sorry. And we loved, loved her. Yeah. And we just looked at her and like everything she said really resonated with us. And I was like, do I want to be a lawyer? Now? Right. <laughs> Well, what I what I really appreciated, too, and took away from that is that, like, you know, you have these events and they do similar spaces where they have like a panel and you talk about how to do things in the workplace. But having women of color tell you how to navigate these things. Right. In the workplace is completely different, you know, especially because a lot of the things that they talked about are things that we have dealt with. Like the number one thing that they said was like. Have you ever been in, at work and had somebody ask you about your hair? Right. And I was like, you would be shocked. And, it, and it's just like <laughs> the fact that that's even a thing. thing. Somebody on the panel was Said actually. That. So she is from um, she's from Ethiopia. Like she grew up and she was raised out there and then came out here. And so for her hair was never she didn't grow up with that being an issue or a problem. Right. So when she went to school and started getting into these professional spaces and people were asking her about it and things like that, she oh. was so confused. Like, like it's just what? hair. Yeah, like what? Right. And and it was just weird cuz it's like it happens to all of us and and the turn And the, it's funny because I feel like if we talk about it, our reaction is just as irritated and like it's just my hair. Yes, yes. And to hear them feel the exact same way well, was it's, like. It's because it can be a distraction. And that's what the prosecutor even said. She was like, you know, it just sucks that some days, you know, you have you literally have to think about how you are wearing your hair because it may or may not be a distraction. Why? Right. Why is my natural hair going to end up being a distraction? My natural hair, my extensions, like, can I touch your hair? It feels like hair. It's still hair. Right. <laughs> like yes when it gets wet it's it goes curly it again. goes real curly you know like, 
And yeah, it takes me probably three hours to straighten my hair. Whereas for you, it might take 20, 30 minutes. But, you know, you hear that we've gone on this long rant. Sorry, right. No, no, no. no. Is that no joke, by the way? Oh, no. It, yeah, my hair is thick. And you have three to. Three hours. Two and a half, three <laughs> hours. Yeah. Especially two. when my hair was longer. Oh, yeah. Maybe even, maybe even she, longer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's actually like low key cool that you don't have as much hair now, girl. You can it's wear still, hats. I can. I know my fashion game, you guys. I'm low key kind of like I've been wearing hats. I love hats. She and I didn't. I didn't realize this. I can't wear hats with my hair being all big and natural. So I'm out here living my life right now. Um, but I was gonna hat say is like, like style your hair to wear the hat. Right. <laughs> We've gotten on this rant about our hair and how you know it can be a distraction and people ask to fill it. But like at the end of the day, we don't go to work to answer questions for you about what's going on with my hair. This is my job. Yes. And I just think that it's funny that it can even be this big of an issue where there are laws now being passed saying you can no longer discriminate, discriminate against people because they wear, their, they wear their hair the way it comes out of their head. Yeah. The fact that we even have to pass these laws. like You know, like, I'm kind of for it because the South is tripping. Uh, yeah. But if I hear also, about another... I, think, I think that it's real stupid. Like, it's 2020, yeah. dog. If I hear about <laughs> another person telling somebody that they have to cut their hair in order to participate in something or in order to go to school, I will probably, you know, like what scream. Does, what does your hairstyle have to do with the way, like, you learning, your yeah. education? Nothing. nothing. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I want to shout out, um, there's an Instagram account. Uh, called uh, it's seattle.black.businesses and uh, sh- shouts out to them because they actually put out a post and it was probably four slides or four images of different black owned businesses um, including spas, hair salons, restaurants, bakeries, health and wellness, arts and community, whatever you can think of. They had a full list of them um, and I screenshotted every single one of them mm-hmm. because I hope to continue my Black History Month celebration for the rest of the year. Yes. Um, but also just knowing these places and spaces, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of the places that were even on the list that I was like, I didn't know this was black yeah, owned. Even. Yeah. So um, I thought that that was really important. And um, piggy- to shout out that. well, piggybacking on that. So the reason why I feel like that is very important, like you specifically saying out like, you know, I had no idea that this was black owned or like. Right. It is a business or something that maybe you are familiar with and had no idea that it was black owned, you know, right. that kind of stuff. And um, Rihanna's her part of her speech at the NAACP Awards, her saying, you know, like, pull up. You've got these people who who are your allies and this and that and the other, you know, and it's like taking this and moving forward and supporting these businesses. That's us pulling up. And yeah. hopefully the rest of you guys who have come across this page. And I know there's a lot of you that have because I've seen my friends on all platforms sharing this, continue to pull up and support support these businesses. Yes. February ends on Saturday, but we still have many, many, many days. There's so much to do. You know? And, <sighs> you know, there's just, there's really, there's no excuse. So continue to pull up and support these Blacks-owned spaces. Sure. So let's get into our happenings, and we're going to do it real quick. <laughs> um, so, like we said, Black History Month is until the 29th of February. So, and it's a leap year. February 28th, there's Rhyme and Reason. It's a poetry show um, hosted by The Collective at The Collective um, on, what did we say that street was? Ooh. Cherry? No, it's not <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> it's not on you Cherry. You want to go back for some more fats? It's, uh, it's downtown, but I forgot. <laughs> Excuse it's, me. It's like one of the main Dexter. streets. Thank you. It's Dexter. Oh, I almost said Denny. I said quick and I got derailed. <laughs> it's from 7 to 10.30 p.m. Uh, tickets are $15. I think they only have a handful of tickets left. So if you want to attend that, get your tickets now. It will sell out. Um, also this weekend on the 28th and the 29th, there's ACES. It's Artists of Color Expo and Symposium. So essentially it's a, a little bit of a conference yeah. that highlights um, sorry, artists of color. Um, and that's at the Seattle Center Armory. That's exciting. And we're gonna we're definitely gonna be stopping by and checking that out. Yeah. Um, and then there's the business warming event, March seventh, hosted by the I think their name's Connect two oh six. And that's from two to five, March seventh. Northwest Tap Connection um, is having an auction dinner and show March seventh as well from five to ten. And you can uh, buy tickets for seventy five dollars. I really wanna go to that. 
yeah that's the way yeah it looks like a really cool event and yeah like i've i've heard of like at their other shows like this i think they have a summertime event as well mm -hmm. um and that it's just like really moving like it's even better than what i saw at work so it's kind of like i really want to go to that <laughs> um but before we exit let's go ahead and give you guys a recap of the show yes um we started off by recapping our weeks and our weekends, and from what Shantae could remember, <laughs> <laughs> it was the way. Yes, Mopop, uh, the Mopop is always the way. I love museums and art and just seeing different different things and also the same things because I always see the Jimi Hendrix exhibit mm -hmm. and act like I've never been before. <laughs> oh, wow, this is oh new. God, that same picture that I have a picture from three years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would say mine was the way too. I love, I always love an opportunity to see my little sister and um, her and her boyfriend are so cute. So that was of course the way and I got to spend the day in Seattle with them. Uh, loved it. Um, what else did we talk about? Did we go right into the Kobe Memorial or review of our icebreaker oh, for the day? I'm going to say that was the way it gave us a really good like opportunity to get to grow, to grow in this, in this game. Yeah. So. It like was, it was fun too. It kept us on trial, our toes. It's all trial and error. We're gonna perfect that one and get back to you guys on that one. Yeah, but that was fun. <laughs> and then uh, our review of the week: the Kobe and Gigi Bryant memorial um, that took place on Monday. Yes, uh, the twenty fourth. That was the way. It was a beautiful way to honor uh, them. And I learned too that um, they actually are permanently retiring their jerseys. Like those jerseys will never be. Uh, in the NBA ever again, I, be I believe. That's dope. So the memorial service, the way. Absolutely. Um, hot topic, Black History Month. Absolutely the way. Yes. I mean, duh. Supporting black businesses is the way. <laughs> um, We're never going to say that's not the way. I just think it's important to, you know, educate each other and and be and show up, you know? And yeah, pull up, show up, and let's lift each other up. Yeah. Because uh, we can't do it without each other. Um, as we close out, Sunday, this Sunday, March 1st, marks the beginning of uh, Women's History Month. Yay, yay! So you know we're definitely going to be highlighting that in the month of March. Um, to close out Black History Month and to bring in Women's History Month, I want to read a really quick um, excerpt from a poem by Maya Angelou called Phenomenal Woman. So this will bring us out, okay? Pretty Woman. Wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model's size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Thank you, guys. So, going Thank into March... We will definitely pursue this phenomenal woman and Women's History Month celebration. Thanks for tuning in to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Until Peace. next time. Bye. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to The Way. Catch you next week. Same time, same place. Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.